Hey, what's up? It's been a while. <laughs> oh, when was the last one? July 13th, so... Holy, almost a couple weeks. Um, yeah, with summer everything's kind of thrown into chaos here. So I've kind of... I missed one, because... Yeah, I just didn't have a Sunday open for a couple weeks there, just with things going on in summer that. So, yeah, you guys, it's funny. It's like after the the one year, like I've done it every week for a year celebration. <laughs> I fall off for one week, so it's fine. I don't feel bad. I think I did a really good job of um, keeping it up for that whole year and just kind of making sure I sat down, recorded, and just at least did something to kind of validate paying the rent, <laughs> if, if there's a, if that's the word for it, on this space, um, on a month-by-month basis. Um, I am super thankful for the stats that have kind of come out of it. I don't want to ever be one of those people that sits there and glares at analytics, and I can't remember how much of this I went over at the time so let's click on stats even yeah like it mattered like when I said that the June of last year <clears throat> I had 10 listens and so with staying consistent this is my now kind of coming out of spring into summer both June and July I've had 400 downloads listens plays whatever you want to call it and I've had 2600 plays just in the last year wow so thank you to anyone who continuously tunes in listens to my crap (laughs) on a weekly basis now sadly so um it's been cool I like it um I'm not giving up on it so if anyone thought I kind of disappeared called it a day after the one year recording that's not the case so it's pretty nuts considering it's been a slow climb but it pretty much once I started doing it weekly it went up to at least maybe 10 to 20 solid listens per week Um, the new episodes getting anywhere from maybe 10 to 20 ish listens the really popular ones would go up to like 50s, 60s, 70s, I see the one from July when I first started doing this of last year has 81 plays just in the last year, so that's pretty impressive um, considering it's been no guests um, except for three times, I believe, is the only amount of times I've done that, so it's cool and things have kind of been going on. Um, So what has happened in the last two weeks um, I've got my second shot and today, no, two days ago was, um, the two weeks. So it's, I think they say, give it two weeks after you get it. So in theory, unless I told otherwise, I am now fully vaccinated. Um, yeah, so that's kind of neat. Um, the local football team, I see pack the stadium. So we'll, uh, <laughs> We're about to find out if there's going to be another... What wave would this be now? Wave four-ish? Yeah, it would be wave four, three, four, whatever. But 
now that'll just be all of the unvaccinated people. So it'll be interesting to see if things ever do shut down again to that point. I don't know if it ever will. Um, maybe if there's another huge spike and all the unvaccinated people get, um, uh, like a bunch go to the hospital and a bunch get sick, maybe that'll prompt this last bit to get it done. I still don't know the science behind it. I've listened to a few things that kind of explain how they, these vaccines work and stuff like that, but, um, yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy, I don't know if anyone has seen this, the one lady, did she go in front of Congress, Senate in the States? <laughs> and she was trying to say how she was magnetized and she was trying to stick like keys and um, bobby pins to herself. <laughs> and of course, if if it's summer and you're kind of sweaty in any way, um, <laughs> anything you press to yourself is going to stick. And so she's, it was nuts. I just... Um, I don't think you realize how, I don't, I don't want to be mean, <laughs> but it's like, there's, there's some, uh, not dumb, what's the word, just people who buy into shit, um, when they know so little, it's that whole, I believe I've talked about it on here, um, the Dunning-Kruger effect, um, I know that for a fact, I think that would be an amazing comedy bit, talking about Dunning-Kruger and just, how the less you know about something, the more your brain feels to tell you that, oh no, you you know this, you've got this. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have talked about it on here, but in the 90s, a guy, I believe, I did a bunch of research on this to write a whole comedy bit about it. Um, I think it was in Pittsburgh. Some guy robbed a bank, maybe two, um, but he was just, he was covered in lemon juice. And then the cops, and he would like wave at the security cameras and the banks and everything. And um, when the cops went to, showed up at his house, because he like smiled, waved at the camera, was very cordial with the ladies, lady or people, I guess. I guess how do I know it's a lady working in the bank? But he was very cordial with the bank tellers. Um polite and just rob them and then when the police showed up at his house they were like well how did the how did, who who saw me and everyone was just dumbfounded and in the end he had rubbed all this lemon juice on himself and i guess in those old school um invisible ink kits that you had when you were kids so this is like a gen x boomer and later kind of toy but there was these kits that used uh it was invisible ink, but it used lemon juice in part of it to kind of make whatever you wrote appear after the fact. And this guy thought, because he didn't know the science, he just thought that lemon juice would make him invisible. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's the whole. And then two psychologists, Dunning and Kruger, came up with this whole theory. Um, cognitive dissonance, I think it's called. Something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. I researched this a while ago for a comedy thing. And it's so funny because it pretty much, when they did their research for this, it proved that um, people who know less about a subject are just as confident as professionals, like trained professionals or like 
university student, not university students, like um, scientists or anyone. It's just the less you know about a subject, you're just as confident as somebody who knows exactly about it to the point where the people who know almost nothing, their confidence is almost higher than authorities in the field. That's the word I was looking for, authorities. (laughs) And so... It's so funny that in modern times with the internet and all the chaos that's going on, and of course, fucking Twitter, um, this Dunning-Kruger kind of, and it was even, I was writing this stuff before the first shutdown, so well, two years ago, um, and then, of course, lockdowns happened, um, Trump happened, <laughs> and all this fake news kind of stuff, and just people... Um, who are not, like I said, authorities on things, are completely convinced that they know what they're talking about or they are so um, right in their own minds about these things. It's just, it's mind-blowing, but that that's the theory. Um, if you want to laugh, you just Google Dunning-Kruger theory and I'm sure it'll give some fantastic fucking examples of just... People who have no business speaking on something just being convinced that they know better than authorities, better than doctors, better than, like like I said, authorities on a field. They're like, nope, this is the way it is. <laughs> like, all this fucking magnetic 5G fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, um, when I read into it, how did the article said... That your brain doesn't want you to know that you're stupid. And so that's where this Dunning-Kruger effect comes in because you're, you pretty much don't want to feel dumb or that you don't know something. And so your brain actually convinces you that, no, 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 I know this. I've got this. I, I am 100% confident in what I don't know. Uh, it's quite the rabbit hole to go down. And it just, I've heard it brought up a few times during this lockdown. And so I know others have kind of heard the term maybe in the past, but maybe it kind of gained some traction because of the lockdown and just the insanity of these protest groups and people who think they know better than um, the scientific community. Um yeah, between the vaccines or just the people that think they know better about like the climate change that's going on, all this stuff. So that is definitely still, I'm going to give it a little time, but <laughs> um, what was the 13th? Did I even talk? That might have been, yeah, that was the day after I tried stand up and fell flat on my face, <laughs> but it was one of those things I wanted to do it. Um, And I remember I talked about it quite a bit before and leading up to the lockdown. There's a lot of lockdown talk today. But I knew that I had to give it a go. And so I feel I flew into it a little too fast. It was pretty much the first open mic after everything kind of opened up in this area. Um, Went with a group of friends so that I think also added um, a layer of uh, pressure for me for sure to kind of get some chuckles out of the crowd. And so 
I had a few different kind of routines, ideas. Like the Dunning-Kruger was definitely, it's on the list of things where I think I could do three to five minutes on it because that's what you get on these open mic nights. Um, I had a, what was the other one? I had, oh, a DNA test one that I still want to try sometime. It's a little kind of, I don't know. Um, modern people may not enjoy the humor (laughs) Um, in this kinder, gentler time. And the one I went with was, I had another thing that I'd written a while ago about how I cheer for villains in movies when watching kids' movies now. And so I went with that one, and I think I put, I kept going over it and over it in my head, and I brought notes to the thing, and I then I was sitting there with friends and I completely, and then another comic came in, sat and we were chatting about just open mic shit. And I think the pressure just kept building and building and building. And I completely psyched myself out. And I think, uh, I, the thing started at eight and I don't think I got up there till like, I think it went for an hour and a bit because I just, Anyone who wants to go up, musician, comic, um, spoken word, whatever you are, um, you all throw your name pretty much in a hat and you draw, or the restaurant kind of draws the names out one at a time and that's, you go, you, that's the notice you have. Um, maybe you find out when you're at least three people out. So they pulled the name, they said, Paul, there was... I think it was pretty much just solid comedy. So there was just comedians going ahead of me. I don't remember there being music immediately before. But once again, um, I completely wound myself up into this like tizzy. Of course, there's there's nerves. There's always going to be nerves. You're standing up in front of a crowd of strangers. Plus, I had a table of friends, co-workers and stuff like that too. And then my one friend who also does stand up. So... I didn't want to fuck up, and so I kept going over and over and over in my mind what I wanted to say and in what order and what things I wanted to kind of hit on, and um, I think I had it down to like three, four minutes worth of stuff, but um, I just kept going over it, and then all of a sudden I would start forgetting pieces of it, because I think I was just getting myself so insanely wound up about it's here, it's do or die time, like I made the commitment I went out and then I'm sitting at this table and they're like it's this person this person and then Paul and so fuck (laughs) um and then of course you get the whole do I just run out into the street (laughs) down the block into my vehicle and drive away or do we fucking do this thing so yeah it's it's nerve-wracking um the nerves are there for sure you get fucking wound up and it's just I don't know if it's to me I needed to prove. Like, I knew I needed to do this, and I'll probably do it again because I just, I'll get to it about how it is, how I feel, how badly it went. Um, but I did it, and I think that needs to be kind of put at the forefront about whether how good or how bad you do. What's the saying? It's, um, Never be afraid to suck at something new. Um, And that's just 
kind of what I did, and I sucked at something new. I psyched myself out. I got petrified, and um, I went up there. I made a little quip because <laughs> between sets, this lady goes up and like sanitizes and wipes down the microphone, and it pervy me. Of course, it looks like she's giving this mic a hand job. So when I went up, grabbed the mic, I made a crack about how her cleaning off the microphone reminded me about how lonely I am (laughs) or something like that and it got a little chuckle out of the crowd so mini icebreaker for me that obviously didn't work (laughs) and so I I knew what I wanted to say and I fired out of the gates with my whole I cheer for the villain in kids movies and some people chuckled and then I brought out my example and it's funny because after the fact I I pretty much zoned out and forgot a bunch of stuff and just kind of went into robot regurgitation mode and it sucks but it is what it is and apparently I said Dr. Hook because I was just so like wound up right instead of saying Captain Hook um so right from there people are thinking Dr's Hook Dr. Hook uh maybe he's gonna start singing Sylvia's mother no he's still talking about Disney now what's going on but there's something there I think it's funny I just I came up so cold and rigid and just petrified and just kind of blurted it out and then after maybe who knows like I lost sense of time too right and after like maybe 30 45 seconds I forgot a bunch of stuff and so then you're standing there with Mike in your hand just kind of like looking at the crowd going like please brain fucking turn on again (laughs) control alt delete on my brain wait for it to reboot um so I feel like I missed a bunch thank god no one recorded it (laughs) at my table um my friend sent me a picture so that's kind of cool that it's um documented at least that I did this but yeah twice I think I completely just deer in headlights froze and forgot what I wanted to do next um and it was annoying because I went up there and I was like I gave the initial premise of the whole I cheer for the villain and some people laughed and it's like it meant to go into this whole Captain Hook thing about how now because I'm a 40 year old man about how he has this kind of shitty um, middle management type job and it just I froze but what do you do so but I'm gonna go I gotta go again and just go from there and see how it works out but it's neat I've had this last little bit to kind of think about it go over it again and just kind of see if I want to do it again but it was neat but like I said and like the saying goes uh, do not be afraid to suck (laughs) it's something new so at least I got that out of the way so I can keep going with that um I've still been working hard on getting my body in shape uh so I can b-ball hopefully that one doesn't fucking flop on my face (laughs) like this except that would end an injury so fuck please no but yeah that's it it was pretty cool I've had the last little bit to kind of sit out a heat wave <laughs> it's been fucking hot and just kind of think about how 
the stand-up thing went and how to maybe better prepare myself going forward. But yeah, let's uh, stay cool because it's still insane heat wave for who knows how long. And uh, I'll talk to you in a week.